Welcome to So Much More. I'm Jody Nisnik. This is a podcast designed to help you create space for God. Jesus, in some of his last words found in John 16, 12, stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. So today I'm excited to have Brittany Goff with me as we have a conversation around Psalm 46 and what the Lord is teaching her. So Britt is the founder of Wheat and Honey Co. And it's a product shop that partners with artists around the world to craft beautiful hand-painted Bibles, Bible studies, apparel, and devotionals. And each of these purchases enables her team to then turn around and gift a hand-painted Bible to a woman that's been rescued from human trafficking. Wheaton Honey Co. also hosts events and retreats, and Britt is also the host of the Wheatful Woman podcast. So welcome, Britt. I am super excited to have you on the podcast today. I am as well. Thank you for having me. So I introduced some things about you, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what did I leave out of your introduction there? Yeah. Yeah. I live in Grapevine, Texas. And for those that don't know, you and I had the treat of meeting through Irving Bible Church. And we live, my husband and I live in Grapevine. We've been married about three years and have a golden retriever, Tucker, and just love our life here with our community. We're in an apartment that's off of busy Main Street. So we get to get out and walk and meet our neighbors and do all of those local things, which is so fun. We just love being in between Dallas and Fort Worth and all the things there are to do here. Yeah. And we'll um, get into a little bit more about Wheat and Honey Co. at the end, because I've got some questions about your business and your passion and how you started that. So I'll be excited Mm -hmm. to get to that. Before we do though, let's have a conversation around Psalm 46. And um, I want to just give us a reminder of the verse that we've been meditating on. So it's Psalm 46 verses seven through 11. Let me read it for us. The Lord almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So, Britt, we did this as a Lectio asking the Lord to take us to a word or a phrase. So what did the Lord draw your attention to? It was several individual words. And as I went through each reading, I found myself fixating on different things and I was making notes here, but overall it was really that balance of the mystery of our faith. And Mm -hmm. for me, the Lord's given me this, visual of almost a Clydesdale horse and how you look at this horse and this horse is strong and beautiful and graceful, but also could probably (laughs) 
hurt me if it wanted to. That's right. Because it's so strong and so large and there's just this majesty to it. And the balance of that with this piece and the mystery of our faith. So as I was reading through this and going through this process, it was a combination of several of those reminders that he's with us and for us and he's to be exalted and we can get more into it. I know, but Mm -hmm. there were several different words that stood out to me as I was reading through it at different times that all went back to that theme. Mm -hmm. So yeah, tell us which, what were those words that seemed to jump out at you? The first time I read through, it was with us, Mm. with us. And that's what I love about scripture is that you can read the same thing multiple times back to back immediately or over years of your life. And you are captivated by different parts and the Lord uses the same words to allow us to know him more through different seasons of our life. So with us was the very first thing that grabbed my attention which kind of surprised me a little bit because there are some other words that feel a little bit more obvious than that. Yeah. But, but that reminder of he is alongside and he mm-hmm. goes before and he's behind and he's linking arms with us. And the simplicity of that is where it started. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that you allowed the spirit to take you to a place that was a little bit surprising And that's one of the things that I do enjoy about this process because I'll often kind of look at a passage and I'll think, oh, I know what the Lord's going to draw my attention to. And if I sit down and really open myself to the spirit, he actually points out different things to me. So I appreciate that you were open and willing to go to a place that you're like, okay, really with us, which is profound. I mean, we could sit there for two hours and just talk about the withness of God and, and, and how powerful that is in our lives. So um, I really appreciate that you did that. Okay. So with us and tell, tell me what else popped out at you. The second part was be still, mm-hmm. and that's more of an obvious one, but that expression, those two words together have actually been a recurring theme in my quiet time with the Lord and not in the way that those words used to be a part of my life, but I'm learning be still. That's a representation of our peace being trust in action. Being still is not what stillness says. The uh, Being still is not what the world says. Mm-hmm. It's actually an action. Yeah. When the Lord yeah. asks us to be still, that's us trusting him mm-hmm. and moving forward in him. And living in peace and strength and actually responding and engaging with him. Yeah. I think that's really important that being still isn't being passive, right? It's not just not doing anything Mm -hmm. and letting everything happen to us. It's actually a very um, intentional action that we have to make to let go of anxiety and um, worry and fretting and all of the things that could cause us to, uh, not be still, not Mm -hmm. be settled, not be at peace. And Mm -hmm. I, I think you're right. The way that those two phrases with us and being still linked together is really important because unless we know he's with us, it's real hard to be still. Um, it's because then it feels, 
that, that there's an intimacy and a trust in the witness that allows the, the stillness. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you have to have those quiet moments with him while trusting that even when we enter those spaces, feeling like I am so unsettled today, there is no way Lord that 10 minutes with you is going to be enough because yeah. I have to get on with my day, but I feel like I just need the whole day with you. It's trusting that he is readily available to give us everything we need in that 10 minutes that we have or whatever it is so that we can show up for the next meeting on our calendar or whatever it is that we have in the day ahead of us. And that resting with him intimately in those spaces allows us to be more like him. Therefore we can face whatever is coming in the immediate hour of our day. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we we can't uh, write off 10 minutes is not enough because God can show up in 30 seconds. If mm-hmm. we actually still ourselves enough to um, be present with him, it doesn't mean that we should only give him those little snippets of time. I do think we should take those longer moments when we have them or create those longer moments in our lives so that we can have a longer space with him. But sometimes you know, there is just a moment or two between things and we need to kind of recenter ourselves. So that's a really good word. Uh, so, okay. So with us and be still, was there anything else that came to you as you were reading this? Yes. <laughs> I know it's in front of me. I love this process. It was so preparing for this was such a gift to me. The next one was exalted. Mm. And that goes back to my immediate thought of with us, it was all building off of each other. And I read exalted and I thought, I'm just going to pause for a moment and Google this. I'm going to look up this word and sometimes obvious words, taking the time to look and see where else in the Bible is this word used and dig into it a little bit deeper. I'm able to more fully understand what the Lord has for me, not just in this passage, but in this season of my life and in this moment with him. And when I was looking more into this word, I found held in high regard, Mm -hmm. grand, majestic, mysterious, extreme happiness and joy. And again, I saw that balance of strength and peace and what it looks like to live a life that's marked by both of those things in him. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love that you took some time to look up a word and even how you said, sometimes we have to look up words that feel common to us. Cause I think sometimes we have just been using words over and over again, and we've actually lost the real or deeper meaning of those words. Um, yeah. So thank you for sharing that with us. Okay. Keep going. Keep, keep going. Keep telling (laughs) me what (laughs) What, what else did the Lord show you? You know, I was looking at this deeply. I love it. (laughs) Just going down the page. I was looking up different translations. I was reading from the NIV and then I was looking at ESV and some of the others. And I love comparing different translations and words that are used interchangeably for the same thing and trying to understand more context through that. So I was looking at, I went back to be still and in other translations like the NASB, the words used were seize striving. 
Ooh, that's good. And that speaks to me as an achiever mindset. Again, it's another obvious. We're not supposed to strive, but we're supposed to actively trust. Trust that how we show up in our day in him when we're walking with him. And like you said, spending extended periods of time with him, but also moments that he's going to show up through our diligence and through our love. Mm -hmm. He can do anything he needs to do through that. We don't have to strive or grasp for more. And then I was reading more into refuge and it says that he is our refuge and that strength and reading around this passage. And I need to flip around here to find exactly where this was, but the reminder that she shall not be moved. Mm. She shall not be moved. She shall not fail. She sh- she will not fall. Those reminders and those words. And remembering that we get to have this peaceful strength that all goes back to that mm-hmm. peace and strength and trust and that we get to retreat while still moving. That idea for me that's a hard one for me to understand because I feel like I have to do one or the other. I'm either being still and resting and being away from the world, or I'm out using the strength he's given me, but then I have to come back for a refill. Then I go back out, but the Lord is teaching me and equipping me and sharpening me and showing me right now. There are seasons of that where you step away and then you go forward. But there's also times that are probably more common than not that we get to do both at the exact same time. Yeah. We get to have a conversation with someone and there are moments that I'm talking to someone and I'm engaging with them and my eyes are open. I'm looking at them and I'm also asking the Lord, let my words be your words. I don't know what to say right now. This is whatever we're talking about is heartbreaking Lord. I need you to be present through me. And he is. Yeah. I think the concept of retreating and being still at the same time, um, that posture of rest and activity, um, is a spiritual discipline. I think we have to, and that's where I think the being still with the Lord fuels us to know how to move through what could be an incredibly busy day with lots of demands on us, but with a heart posture of peace and retreat, um, in it. And so, Mm. yeah, I, it, Mm. I, that's a really profound, um, a profound combination that we, Mm -hmm. that we can actually do in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I want to go personal now. Mm -hmm. Where did the Lord take you when you reflected on how does this apply to your life right now? Where did Mm -hmm. you, and he, Talk about um, how these things really matter to Brit right now. It was a big reminder of how I'm believing in him, how I'm trusting him. How do my actions, both in private and publicly, lead others to know him more? Because I'm living a life marked by his peace, not Brittany's peace, but his peace I saw something in an article a few weeks ago about it was a bold statement and it said, even the evil one believes, how are we believing? And it shook me. I already knew it, but it was yet another reminder 
the way that we walk with him matters. The way that I feel in my space with him that's alone and quiet, no one else is a part of it but him and I. The way I'm trusting him in my words and in my wrestling matters. And the way that I'm loving people in my life, it matters. Because if I'm coming from a place of striving or fear, or if I'm letting my anxiety lead conversations, am I really trusting him? But if I'm walking through something hard and I truly trust him and others are able to see that, that's where they see Jesus in me Mm -hmm. is when I live a life that's marked by his peace. And this whole verse reminded me of that because we're in a season right now where my husband, Michael, and I want to grow our family. And we spoke about this over coffee just a few weeks ago, but we are so ready to be parents and we believe the Lord has that for us and our child's coming soon, but we don't know where, how, when (laughs) we don't know. And the fertility journey has been hard. And these reminders, again, are almost just this warm blanket over me and reminding me peace is something that I have for you right now. Are you choosing to walk in it and receive it? Mm-hmm. And he wants to be a part of that with me because he understands that it's hard. He, he, it, he doesn't want us to struggle with fertility. That's not something he wishes upon us, but I think it breaks his heart when I don't know how to receive his peace and he's continuing to offer it. And in creative different ways and being so loving and reminding me through conversations and friends and space with him, what that looks like. Yeah. I thank you for sharing that and being vulnerable with us. I think it's hard when we desire something and it's a good desire being a wanting to raise a family um, is an amazing godly desire. And to be confused over why is it not happening the way I thought it should happen. And I think we can all relate to that. It's not, maybe it's not fertility for some people, but it could be something else that is a a godly desire. And yet it doesn't feel like God's showing up, at least not on our timeline. And I really love your faith in knowing God has something for you in that. He is going to fulfill that desire in some way. We'll see how he does that. That'll be fun to watch it unfold. Fun for me. Painful. I, I, I like it's not, it's not fair to say fun because like I get to step back and be like, oh, that's how God solved all that. That's amazing. And yet you're walking through it and having to choose in real time to cling to him and do the be be still, know that he's God. Uh And the other thing that really stood out to me as you were saying that is how much that interior journey comes out of us. So those quiet moments that you sit with the Lord and you wait patiently on him, that bears fruit upon fruit upon fruit. And sometimes we think we can actually just kind of move through without spending that time with him because it feels like no one else sees it. It's that quiet journey we do with the Lord and it's tempting to just move past it sometimes um, because you just mentioned you're an achiever. So am I. And so sometimes it doesn't feel very, Hey, have you seen my to-do list? I need to get on and get, start checking some boxes. 
But that quiet, slow time with the Lord actually yields fruit and it just keeps coming and it comes out in how we communicate with people and how we love people around us and how we deal with disappointment and heartbreak and turn around and trust him again. And, um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. It was good. Of course, of course, at our retreat last weekend, a woman that was a guest at the retreat pulled me to the side and said, Brittany, I have something I need to share with you. Can you and I take a walk down the beach? Just the two of us. And I thought, of course, that's not on the schedule right now. We were headed over to the farmer's market, but of course her and I are walking down the beach. And she said, I hear you saying, I hope, I hope, I hope. And God wants you to say, I know, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. And it gave me chills all over my body because I didn't expect for God to show up for me when I felt like my role was to host. I hoped and I I longed for that and I expected it to an extent, but for her to pull me to the side and to remind me, God wants you to declare that your child is coming, not hope that your child's coming, but to declare that if that's his will, will be a pathway open before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it may not look like what we think it will mm-hmm. look like. In mm-hmm. fact, it probably won't. Yeah. Well, actually we don't know. Um, have no idea what that will Mm -hmm. look like because God does miracles. I mean, Mm -hmm. we, we hear it over and over again, Mm -hmm. the way he miraculously builds families through lots of different ways. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, we will be, um, excited to see how that Mm -hmm. unfolds for you. you. Tell me a little bit more. Well, before we move to that, let me ask you, is there anything else that you want to share about this experience or doing Lectio before we move to another question? I look forward to listening to your other episodes and learning how to do this for myself when the Lord brings me to a passage, but also having the prompting from you and the conversations you're having. It was such a blessing to me to get to walk through this firsthand with you. And this is something I've never done before, before this experience with you in this time and your leadership and the ways that you have walked me personally through this process has been so beautiful. And I'm excited to start implementing it into my quiet time more routinely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. This is your first experience doing Lectio Divina. That's, that's really fun. Yeah. It's become a very meaningful experience to me. So I'll, yes, that's something else you can mm. keep us updated on. Yeah, we'll have to, we're going to have to have you come back and give us updates on all yeah. of these things. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about wheat and honey co and just kind of what you're doing with your, with your entrepreneurship and your mm. business. Mm. Right now I am really I'm prioritizing surrounding myself with women that are doing similar things, not Bibles, Bible studies, not necessarily that narrow, but women that the Lord has equipped to lead through business. It's really neat to see that this is an opportunity for us as women to start businesses that glorify him, that draw us near him. It is the most challenging thing I've probably ever done in my life. When you step out and you don't have the consistency of a paycheck, but you get to lead with your faith fully. Everything you do goes back to that. 
it is the most rewarding thing I've ever done. So right now I'm holding everything very loosely and he has a beautiful way of directing like hard right turns that I don't see coming or there's consistency with things that I didn't think would be consistent. Events is a big part of it. I thought events would kind of be a one-time thing. And he just continues to show me through the women that are part of our events. I know this isn't something you thought was part of the plan, but there's an experience and an encounter with me that I'm creating here and I need you to make space for it. So we're doing a lot a lot more of that than I thought we would be doing. And it's so amazing to spend time with women and with him and to get to be blessed with these friendships that I would never have if it weren't for these retreats and these event spaces. So we're doing a lot of that. And the products are obviously a really fun part as well, because we get to partner with authors that come in and write studies and devotionals and create tools for women that help us in our day to day, go deeper with the Lord. Yeah. And I really want to encourage people. I mean, it's the very beginning of December. I know we are all thinking about Christmas and shopping and all of those things <laughs> to really, to go check out Wheaton Honey Co. Mm-hmm. The Bibles, the hand-painted Bibles are just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I think they're just such a beautiful, really heirloom gift to give to somebody. Um for a significant season of their life or a turning point that they're experiencing. And, um, so I love those. You just came out with your first devotional. You wrote an advent devotional. So tell us just real quick. Tell us about that. The theme is peace be still, which we were giggling about before we started this conversation. It's a four week advent devotional and it's made to equally reflect on scripture and create space with the Lord to speak through it. So this experience with you, this passage, I don't think it's by coincidence that the Lord is showing me this abundance of affirmation, if that's Mm -hmm. the word, that there is something he has for us through this theme. But we walk through the study as a community and the women from all over the world that are a part of Wheat and Honey online get to read the same pages together at the same time through the Advent season. And that has been so rewarding and such a reminder that God moves through Instagram and through the internet and can bring people together to experience things together, but uniquely. Yeah. It is never a mistake when God weaves those sacred echoes together. And I am always, I always am amazed when he does it. And it's surprising to me, I should not be amazed anymore, but I am Mm -hmm. that he just, he works and he works in the details of our lives. Um, So I love that you're doing that devotional with this broad group of women. And it's not too late. Uh, If there's women listening to this that want something to do for Advent, they can, I'll put all the links in the show notes. You can go grab the devotional and jump in to that. And um, congratulations on writing your first devotional. That is a big deal. I know how long and hard (laughs) you've worked on that. I mean, not personally, I just know from my own experience, how long and hard it takes to do something like that. So well done. Thank you. Well done. Well, Brittany, tell us where can we find you and where can we find some of these great resources? Mm, So sweet. We are online at wheatandhoneyco.com. And we're also on Instagram at wheatandhoneyco. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for having me. 
Well, it was truly a delight. I really want to encourage you guys check out Wheaton Honey Co. Get to know Brittany. Um, I have gotten to know her more over the last few weeks and months. And I just, she's an amazing, amazing person who's just following God and, um, and seeking to do what he's asking her to do. And so I love that. So I want to celebrate you for doing that. So thanks. Thank you. Well, um, there's one other thing that I want to just, I've been telling you the last few weeks that if you're enjoying this podcast, I want to recommend a friend's podcast to you. It is called honestly, though, real talk, real life, real faith. And it's Rebecca Carroll and Liz Rodriguez, and they are doing a biblical take on cultural issues. So I've really been enjoying their podcast and I did just want to pass that on to you again. So just encourage you to check it out. I also just want to encourage you, if you're enjoying this podcast, would you do me the huge favor of um, liking the podcast, uh, giving me a five-star review, leaving, you don't even have to leave a word review. You can, those are amazing um, because that helps Apple podcasts or any podcast actually that you're listening to this on um, recommend this podcast to other people. So your reviews are so important. So I just want to thank you in advance for doing that. And as always, thank you for joining me on so much more where Jesus has so much more to say to us. And we are creating space to listen. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God and aren't we all praying the big prayer? Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.